Welcome back to the Pass Forward Podcast, episode 24, Red, White, and Blonde. <laughs> is that, is that Legally Blonde? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that one's a little bit outside of the 80s, 90s era, that's but okay. that's fine. It's a you ridiculous know? sequel, so it stays. Uh, okay, cool. So, I am Corey Draper. With me, as always, are Colin Harmon. That's me. And Wes Allen. Zoltan. <laughs> Zoltan. <laughs> We're doing the hand gesture there. Uh, yeah. Never mind. I won't, ex- I won't explain it. Uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us once again. This is the second time this month. If you haven't uh, checked out our first episode of the year, I highly recommend it. Yeah, we what's wrong with you? Or did it even happen? Or, or Who knows? Ooh. There's no proof. Oh, wait a second. It's on the internet. That's so. true. Uh, so, yeah. It. You would get that joke had you heard the previous episode. So, yeah. if you want to get that joke, go ahead and listen to the previous It's an inside episode. joke. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Moving along. <laughs> We uh, have a great, <laughs> we have a great episode lined up for you guys. How today. do you know? We are going to play. <laughs> I know because we have planned it. So yes, we have a fun game lined up. One that we haven't played uh, often. Yeah, but at least it's fun for us. Hopefully, you get to play along. And, and then, Colin is going to win. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I always win. Yeah. Uh, the the main topic of the day is actually something we might end up doing. In future episodes, we're going to concentrate on just kind of one single individual year and just talk about the things that happened within that year. So I'll reveal that later. We'll just kick things off with this game that we like to call Outdated. This is a game that we like to play between Wes and myself. We have this weird talent where if you give us a movie, we can tell you the year it was released with a handicap of about a year. Yeah. And so Wes and I like to go head to head and see which one can be more accurate uh, from this list of movies given to us by yeah hand selected uh, by Hong yours truly year. yes <laughs> so we'll uh, get things how many are there seven five let's do seven, seven? I have some tiebreakers if necessary okay but. okay great so I think I and am Corey undefeated and Corey has won both times yeah. we've done this so uh, okay. I am undefeated so far so let's see if if Wes can beat me and also if you're playing along at home let us know how you did yeah. alright browser's closed crank yes. open your brains let's figure out how this goes alright so I will jump in with number one. This is a semi-easy one, in my opinion, but I'm also terrible at this game. So here we go. <laughs> All right, number one, The Blair Witch Project. Nine, mm, sorry. I almost I've got, I've got it. I'll say it. All right. Yeah, I got mine. Okay. 1999. That is also my answer. So. Ah, both correct. Yeah. Good Ding job, Jane. team. One to one. All right. On to the next one would be Starship Troopers. Mm. Hang on. Okay. I've got it. I've got mine. All right. 1996. Hmm. 98. Ooh, you're both wrong. Is it 97? Dang it. I knew it. (laughs) Giant zero points, which is a very rare situation we have here. Well, we give the handicap of a year. But we both would get it. we both were equal. So we'll just cancel it out completely. We'll say you both got it and that you both didn't get it. Okay. Uh, Poltergeist. Poltergeist. That one's a tough one. A long time ago. Uh, I've I've got it. I do too. Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. I was gonna say eighty-four. Mm. Both good years, but both incorrect and not within the margin of one. It's eighty-two. Uh, eighty-two. Good lord. Yeah. 
Mm, not a good start. All right. We mentioned this in the previous episode very recently. That is Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Okay. 88. That was also my answer. 88 is correct. <laughs> my goodness, this is a giant tie game. So yes, it well. is. Good work, team. What are, what are we, four in here? Uh, we're two, four in, and two two. it's all tied. Here we go. Number five is The Return of the Jedi. Oh, this one's... I've got it. Was. Come on now. Okay. I will, I'll go first. Yeah, <laughs> Corey Draper. 80, I, 81. 83. 83 it is. Shoot. <laughs> like, as soon as he said it, I knew you were wrong. <laughs> All right. Wes is up by one. This is That's number about six. time. This game is rigged. Here we go. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Man, I know Bogus Journey. Yes, but not, not Bogus sure. Journey. Excellent uh, Adventure. Okay. You got it? Yeah. 89. My answer as well. 89 is correct. Well, when we know him, we know him. <laughs> you are correct. All right. This is number seven. Potentially the final, unless we need a tiebreaker, of course. And that movie is Goodfellas. Mm. Okay. I felt was like kind of out of both your genres. But yeah. I wanted to give no, it a shot. Okay. I think I got it. I feel like I need buzzers or like your answers uh, or lock screens would be really cool. Yeah. Next time. We'll get some budget for that. This yeah. is a big fat guess. Okay. Uh, 94. 92. Ooh. Is it 93? Mm, no, it is 1990. Ah. Uh, well, I guess that. So technically you're both wrong, yeah, which means, means that Wes, Wes is, is up by one and is the winner. Ah. It's about time. Dang. Wes Allen, winner of the outdated well, game. Well, it's still two to one. Episode so. 24. Whew. Okay, so yeah. apparently we don't have as large of a talent as we thought we did. <laughs> Since we ended on a miss, do you guys want a bonus one just for fun? Yeah, let's sure. do it. Let's All do right, it. good burger. <laughs> 96. 96 is my answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's 97. What? <laughs> but that's in the margin of error, so oh. that works. It sticks around. Good job. Okay, guys. well, good game, Wes. Congratulations, Wes Allen. Yes. Handshake, that's good. <laughs> yes, there we go. It brings the all-time tally, two to one. Mm-hmm. I still got okay. some catching up to do. You do. Okay, so moving on to our main event, we are going to talk about a single year from our past, and it's actually a year that's a little bit later than the era we talk about. We're the going, future. Mm. We're going to talk about the, the future, future, or at least this was seen as the future by everyone in the 1900s. This is the year 2000. I love that bit. Yeah, yes. That, that's timeless. Yeah. Ironically we, about time, though. <laughs> we decided to include this year because it was kind of technically a part of our childhoods. We were in high school at this time. And uh, this was actually a big eventful year. And there's just a lot to talk about here. And uh, I know the biggest thing I would like to refer to with the year 2000 is the Y2K scare yep. that all of us vividly remember because it we thought was, the world was going to end. It was just that it was a scare, yeah. and it became such a scare that it kind of became a joke upon itself. And I remember when it was coming upon the year two thousand, it was like I was like, ah, "This is stupid." Everybody's overreacting, and I was, I was like, "What eighth grade or ninth grade or seventh grade?" So, yeah. I, but I do have friends who had parents who stocked up 
yeah. on everything to last them for two years. I mean, we have people that we have uh, not so distantly worked with that are part of that yes. stockpiling crew, which is pretty wild. Hmm. Uh, I had one of my uh, professors in school. I guess he was a teacher because he was in high school. Anyways, we don't call them professors then. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, who made a big point of in December when we were all about to go on break, he made of like, hey, I'm prepared and I won't be seeing you next semester. So like, see ya suckers. And like, he maxed <laughs> out all his credit cards. Are you serious? Like, said his giant goodbye, was a super prepper, like bought barrels of wow. water and wheat and oats and all sorts of crazy stuff. Built a bunker and it's probably still paying for that giant <laughs> hole in the ground. Boy, was his face red. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> so and for those of you who don't know, Y2K was, uh, uh, well, if you listen to this podcast, you probably know, but the Y2K, Y2K scare was basically all the world's computers were not built to last, I guess, past 2000, but like in the co- within the code, um, they, the, the years were year. what? Uh, the years were set in two digits, two am I right? Two digits instead digits. of four. So Which was when the a big st- part of the office space plot point. Ah, true. <laughs> Uh, he was trying to make things Y2K compliant, which yes. was a big buzz term. And basically, when the clocks turned, all the computers were supposed to think that it was the year 1900, and that would screw up systems across the world, airplanes and internets and all, mm-hmm. all the things reset. that run the, run the world. And so a lot of the final two or three years of the century, people were freaking out and trying to make sure that all of their systems were prepared for the Y2K bug. Yeah. Was there even any kind of hiccup or anything that happened? I don't remember. I don't think so. I remember I think joking. There was some with, minimal stuff. I remember joking with my friends that the lights were going to flicker and that's it. And obviously <laughs> that didn't even happen. But uh, yeah, it, I just remember like everything in pop culture, TV, like even movies, like you mentioned with Office Space, it started to include the little Y2K thing. Yeah. And uh, there was that movie Blast from it. the Past with uh, <laughs> Brendan Fraser. That was, really? but that took place like years. Back, but it came out in '99, so I'm sure it was like a joke against that. Right. Man, that's crazy to think about. Yeah, that was a huge deal in that little season of time. Yeah, but man, what a giant dud that ended up being. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you guys or anything you can think of that was newsworthy of at that time? Hmm, newsworthy. I don't know if this really falls in the news. I felt like it was going to be news. Um, and it never ended up being so. As I remember being like in the second or third grade with my friend Kyle and being reading some news article that said, um, when the year 2000 comes to fruition, you, we will all be having flying cars. Like you will never <laughs> drive a car with wheels. And I was like, man, that is awesome. I look forward to that. And here I drive with Honda Civic to this day. And I remember like being so excited because I was gonna be 16 in the year 2000. So it was perfect timing. Farce. <laughs> yeah, I remember nah. Yeah, growing up just in the early 90s, just thinking, like, being so excited about the year 2000 itself because it was a new millennium. But also, it's like the, the, the 2000s were supposed to bring us flying cars. They were supposed to bring us, you know, uh, see-through ties and uh, <laughs> the Cubs winning the World Series, which one of those things came true, finally. That's true. And, you know, just all the things that Back to the Future taught me was going to happen. And uh, just... For the longest time, it's like, wow, we're we're not in the future. But then suddenly we were because, you know, smartphones and Internet got more intelligent. We are actually kind of living in a futuristic society that I think if you transported us from the 90s to now, we would be pretty blown back at just how technology has advanced. Just not you can have the Internet here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In my in the palm of my hand. Uh, no bleep blops. 
<laughs> That's our currency. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll give you three bleep bucks. <laughs> I, there's a there's a an article and you can Google it. Just the the what the year two thousand was going to look like as told from somebody in the nineteenth century and it was like uh, in nineteen hundred somebody had like drawn pictures and stuff of what the year two thousand would look like. I mean yeah. we put this in our show notes, but here's just an example of something. There's uh, apparently mechanical barbers where these arms are sticking out and just cutting oh, people's hair. It's very uh, wally of them. Yes. And it's just the barbers are the human barbers are now just <laughs> pushing remote, buttons over yeah, there. Yeah, pushing buttons, remote controlling. <laughs> it's uh, like drones. There are these uh, an aerial battle with these flying blimps that are attached to pirate ships. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's, it looks like a, a, a monorail system at first, but it's just flying cars. So they have uh, wings and propellers. What, what, a what year was, was this? This was as told in the year 1900. Uh, and uh, there is uh, flying firemen. They have dangerous. wings. <laughs> And flying mailmen, everybody is in the air, apparently. Yeah, everything's going to be airborne. We're uh, also going under the sea and using giant seahorses as literal horses. (laughs) I think I've done that before. (laughs) And we could keep going. There's something actually that's kind of akin to a Roomba. It's a a mechanical vacuum. Yeah, a robot actually sweeper Mm -hmm. is what it looks like sweeps things. But anyway, there's a lot more you can look at, and it's very fascinating. And I think the year 2000 represented the future for us as yeah. a whole. The turn of the millennium, you know? It was kind of a crazy thing to have to think about. The will will lily. How do you say it? I can't say the it. Will-enium. Will-enium. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing that I remember most about the year 2000 was that how big game shows became again with like, no. who wants to be a millionaire, Survivor, uh, Weakest true. Link, Big Brother, all those kinds of things. I feel like it was like the first time that we were all co- collectively watching game shows again. Yeah. Well, and that, there's, that kind of spawned a separate category, too, because you had the game shows like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? But Survivor, I think, was the catalyst for the reality TV show craze. Right. Because you had reality shows before, yeah, like yeah. Real World and Road Rules and stuff like that. But Survivor was like on CBS. Yeah. It was a mainstream thing, and it blew up. And suddenly, networks were like, "You mean we can get all these ratings for like a fraction of the cost that it takes to actually film a television Just using show? people? Yeah. yeah, using nobodies." And to this day, reality shows are a big part of television. And yeah. I think it's because of Survivor. Did y'all wa- watch that first season of Survivor? Uh, a little bit, I did. I did yeah. yeah, for a little bit. Me and my Picture. family were obsessed with it. Yeah, yeah. That's I think funny. my parents still watch Survivor. That's impressive. There's some diehards yeah. out there. Yeah. For sure. Uh, did you guys ever watch Joe Millionaire? That was a couple years later. <laughs> yeah. 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 They were obsessed with that one, too. That is funny to think about. And that was the one where he pretended to be a millionaire, but he yeah. actually was like yeah. an everyday guy. And they Which, wanted to see if they would stay with him. Yeah. Which is like kind of like The Bachelor. Yeah. Sort oh, yeah. Of. It was kind of like The Bachelor. You're right. Yeah. That's a good point. Which I think might be interesting for you guys uh, is I know the Super Bowl was in Atlanta in the year 2000. It was. You're right. That's a good point. That was uh, a year that. Atlanta had seen an ice storm that we haven't seen probably since the snowpocalypse a couple of years ago. Oh, interesting. Where it was actually a big disaster, and that's kind of, that's part of the reason why Atlanta has not hosted a Super Bowl since. Yeah. Is because I think the NFL was scared that something like that was going to happen again, which uh, is funny because all of a sudden they went to New New York, and yeah, they're I mean, like, the snowflake was their logo. Like, they were <laughs> like, embracing. Talk, yeah, embracing the weather, but for whatever reason, they went and come back to Atlanta. But yeah, that was the... 
uh, greatest show on turf, the Rams versus the Titans. <laughs> and the Titans, it was one of the most exciting Super Bowls. The Titans fell a yard short of tying up the game and bringing it into, into overtime. Yeah. I Classic. Think, I think our power went out at that moment at the very end. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Probably because of the ice. Yeah. 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 I thought one thing that was really crazy too, that I remember talking about this with my dad is it was the very last year that, um, the original there was new peanuts in like uh, com- comic strips in the newspaper with mm-hmm. the year 2000 yeah it was, it was like in february at some point the very last peanuts were printed in if i remember correctly because charles schultz died that year yeah he d- it was like the day after he died or something yeah. like that was the last one that it was made or something it was really crazy i remember i remember my dad and i because that was what i would read in the morning because you know i'm a very prestigious adult and i read the newspaper <laughs> uh, when i was funnies. like 10 uh, but i remember um that being like a big day, my dad's like, yeah, this is the last one. Like they're never going to be in there ever again, which I mean, obviously it's syndicated like crazy, but yeah, there's the last new one. I would say another newsworthy thing that happened or just big thing in the news was the Bush Gore election, oh, which yeah. is probably the most famous election of our time because no one knew who was going to be president weeks after the election. Yeah. That's because crazy. of your stomping ground. That was 2000. Yeah. <laughs> because of Florida. And the Always. Uh, controversy surrounding the Hanging Chad, which was then a very popular Halloween costume the following <laughs> year. Uh, but what was great about that whole thing, well, we'll first we'll explain it. You know, George Bush uh, and Al Gore going, running for president. It was a dead heat. Bush had the electorate vote and uh, Gore had the popular vote. And it was... It, came, it all came down to the state of Florida, and it, Florida... It's like one county or something. Yeah, and Bush won it by the slimmest of margins, and Gore refused to back down, demanded a recount, and so we had to go and recount all the votes specifically in Florida, and there was a controversy there because they were using, you know, the... You push, you like, push a pencil through a hole to make it... To cast your vote or whatever, and there were some hanging chads, quote-unquote, the, the holes weren't punched all the way through, that were counted and shouldn't have been counted, or maybe they weren't counted and they should have. I don't can't even remember what it was, but uh, that was really fun to live through because of Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. and Will Ferrell and uh, Daryl Hammond and their Darryl antics. Daryl Hammond, <laughs> Darryl Hammond. <laughs> um, and their antics of playing Bush and Gore and just the fun skits that came from it. You guys should look it up if you've never seen them. They're hilarious. Yeah, I mean that was a big deal back then. Yeah. One thing that was really huge for me, a transitional time, the year 2000, was music for me. I, like, I had always been into, like, Blink-182 and stuff, but I always kind of consider it, like, kind of, I liked alternative music. But I feel like that year was transitioning to me, but like, oh, this is punk rock. And I went really hard in the paint with pop punk, mm. where it's, like, Newfound Glory was, like, kind of my, yes. like, transitional their like self-titled album like really like mm-hmm. made me aware of what pop punk was and that kind of led me to like saves the day and the get up kids and less than jake and stuff like that so i feel like that was like just a huge year transitionally for me for music and i'm sure there's like a lot of other music stuff that you guys like from yeah. that time but that was like really hung true for me for like just really uh just changing my life musically that way yeah some songs that pop out in my mind and this they may have have like been released in 99 but were at least played in 2000 is uh smooth robert uh or uh, carlos santana and rob thomas 
And, and uh, yeah, that one, like, best song or something, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, I forget about that. Just like the ocean, sun <laughs> on the moon. I wish the real world would <laughs> just stop hassling me. Okay. <laughs> there was also Crazy by Britney Spears. And so I think that was 2000? She was, I think she was in uh, her prime, I think, I guess one could say. <laughs> her first prime. <laughs> yeah, her... <laughs> Kind of like it was after the baby one more, more time. She's already on the scene, and then now she's just taken off. I think Crazy was one of them. Larger Than Life, Backstreet Boys. I remember. I, I think I'm pretty sure that one was in the, like the year 2000. I'm thinking of all the things that were played on the radio, like the poppy radio station. Do you, can you think yeah. of any chocolate, uh, chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavor water? Oh, Limp Biscuit and the, the <laughs> yeah. beginning of the demise of Limp Bizkit. My God, yeah, rolling, and rolling. Yeah, that was a pretty quick run they had there for sure. <laughs> That is, that is no lie. <laughs> there was Weedest Teenage Dirtbag. Uh, that was a song. That was a song I always like. I always thought it was interesting that No Doubt finally came up to their follow-up to Tragic Kingdom oh, in the year yeah. 2000, which yeah. was like five years yeah. that they kind of played that one through. And I thought it was an okay follow-up to it, but it definitely had a lot of hit songs and pink hair. I believe Jennifer Lopez was starting to become like the, like she had started she tried to, make, to. <laughs> she started to make her transition from like actress to singer uh, in that time. I think it was around 1999 or 2000, which if you have my love came out, I think it was like her first single. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, man. I forgot when she like, that was when she was, it was a big deal that she was coming off of in living color to do that. Well, it's, it's, she had kind of like, everybody knew she could sing. She did Selena and stuff. Right. right? But I just remember at least in, in my, as I viewed it, she was this movie person. Like she was in like movies and it's like, Oh, all of a sudden she can sing now. Cause yeah. I didn't know about Selena at the time. And I'm just, it was weird to me just seeing her kind of make that transition. And she kind of went hard at it, released an album. Oh yeah. Started singing with Ja Rule. <laughs> <laughs> Murder. <laughs> Yeah. What about movies? Is there movies that you guys remember? I'm sure you do, Wes. One of my favorite movies comes from 2000. It's High Fidelity with John Cusack. I don't yep. know if you guys, it's kind of a niche one. It's about him that he owns like a record store and it talks about him going through all the failed relationships of his life. And I think that's really solidified my love for John Cusack. Uh, another one that like I feel like is really underrated is, is M. Night Shyamalan's Unbreakable. Mm, like yeah, I feel yeah. like that is such a cool movie. And it is a cool movie, and I feel like it somewhat failed because everybody expected a yeah. sixth sense, but mm-hmm. it was its own thing, and it was really cool. M Night Shyamalan for a while was actually my favorite director, which is an embarrassing thing to say now. But no, he had a good run. There. He had a great run. run. Well, and the, he his problem was is he peaked too soon. I mean, the sixth sense was his like breakout movie, and it was so incredible that everything was then after that compared to the sixth sense and so the unbreakable was the one that immediately followed it and so of course that one didn't do as well and then he started to promote things as if they were like the sixth sense but they weren't that and the specific one i'm thinking about is the village where the village was promoted as this like this like thriller horror movie but it really wasn't it was kind of like a suspense drama and there wasn't really that many scary moments so you had all these like teenagers and people come in and wanting a horror movie that were just completely disappointed and hated it. Yeah. So I actually didn't mind the village. I thought it was I, very I liked suspicious. it. I love. It the wasn't village. what I was expecting, but I loved it more because of it. Yeah. But uh, anyway, back to the year two thousand. Do you know what won Best Picture in the year two thousand? 
I was going to say Castaway, but that is nope. not accurate. Almost Famous? No, nope, that was Beauty. nominated. American Beauty. American Beauty was the year before, I believe. Oh, I don't know. Gladiator. Oh. oh. Well, I guess you know something? I have never seen Gladiator before. Really? Yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. I mean, obviously. I, well, I was about to say, obviously, you're one best picture, but there's some movies that are best picture. That yeah, that great. is true. I loved Almost Famous. That was uh, that's probably one of my top 20 and my top 20 favorite movies. Yeah. I, I love that one. That is a good one. That is true. I actually like from that year, uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I feel like that was like a oh, yeah. breakout that's version of that. Great soundtrack, and I love that time period. Okay, yeah. Such so, a, Colin, I owe you an apology. You were correct. American Beauty did win Best Picture in 2000. Yeah. American Beauty but came, it came out, out in 99. Oh. Gladiator came out in 2000. Okay, so okay. that's where I had to, I started to doubt myself and then just Googled it. <laughs> it always <laughs> gets tricky there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough one. Yeah, that was the year. Uh, I remember 2000 was like the year that um, David Spade was at his top. <laughs> I feel like that's when Emperor, that's when Emperor's New Groove came out. Uh, yeah, and he had Joe Dirt, right? Yeah, like, like that was a, that a era, big year for time. the David Spade dynasty. But I mean, you know, he had the... It's. I think it's his biggest time without Chris Farley. Because I feel like when he that's was with fair. Chris Farley, that was kind of his... Yeah, they were a pretty solid duo there. Yeah. They were a, a, a giant 10, if you will. It was a huge year for me because X-Men was the first like Marvel, well, not technically first Marvel, but Marvel superhero movie that came out. Yeah, yep. And, and it was it's great. still running. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, X-Men was like one of the, like a very legit superhero movie, yeah. one of the first. Yeah. And they tried to play it as straight as possible because they didn't have the colorful, col- colorful uh, uniforms and everything. They had just yeah. black costumes. and. Uh. So I'll just list real quick other movies that came out in the year 2000. Memento. Mm-hmm. Requiem for a Dream. That was a crazy movie. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yep. Also nominated for Best Picture, I guess, the following year. Castaway, like you said. So you were right along, along the lines there. Snatch. High Fidelity, like you said. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? We can't yeah. forget the instant classic, uh, dudes, where, where's my car? Was that 2000? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shitty. Yeah. yeah. That, I think that was also the year, no, that was the year after. Meet the Parents, did that come out in 2000? That came yep. out in 2000, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. I feel like those are, I'm trying to think of movies like that that we still kind of reference in passing and they're kind of cult classic in that sense. Like uh, Coyote Ugly was 99. I think it was 99, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm looking at the list here. Charlie's Angels. So weird to think about movies like that. Shanghai Noon, What Women Want, which is actually one of my favorite Mel Gibson movies. It's like really good. <laughs> I, I that you know, one is like of all chick flicks. One I think of my one favorite of my chip, yeah. chick flicks. Yeah. Like it's very underrated, but it's a good watch. It's a good Helen Hunt there. So there you go. That's a list of of films that were in the year yeah. two thousand. <laughs> and it's all its completion. There's no other movies. So what about <laughs> yeah? Those were those were all the movies. What about television? There. I think what I was watching in 2000. I, this this one is very el- elementary to talk about, but uh, Batman Beyond came out in 2000, which was an animated show that focused on a younger uh, hero that was Batman in the future. Oh, okay. So it was very futuristic, and uh, what's his Cor- uh, what's his name? It's Corey's brother in in Boy Meets World. Sean. Oh no, uh, Eric. Eric. It, Eric Matthews was the voice of Batman <laughs> in that series, which was like, it's a very underrated, but it's a very cool show. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I had to Google this because I was like, okay, what actually came out in 2000 that we like know now? Dora the Explorer apparently debuted in the year 2000. Really? So there's that. 
that is a lot earlier than I would have thought. Yeah. When did SpongeBob come out? Was that around that I think time? In the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can vet that real quick. But we can talk about huge. we can talk about shows that were going on at least during the year 2000. Yeah. I know Friends was at the end of its run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say like uh to your point about the reality TV show, that's when Big Brother started. Like that was a I mean, that was a big one for a while there. Yeah, Big Brother. Of just kind of like Survivor watching the- people do things. Yeah. was like where that kind of started. Like they actually had very little, uh, they actually had very little competition or any of that kind of stuff. I mean, there was some in there, but it was just really just to rile them up and make mm-hmm. them argue, which is essentially all like yeah. the Kardashians is now. Yeah. It's just kind of interesting thing that that kind of started at a place where we were just going, let's just watch what happens yeah. for people in a house. <laughs> like end of show brief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yet it still worked. So SpongeBob came out in 1999. So it mm. was, I guess, start just starting in the year 2000. Mm. Another big thing that happened in 2000 is the PlayStation 2 came out. And yes. I remember people went nuts over that. Yeah. They, it was impossible to get one of those at first. Mm. And it had Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, oh, which was yeah. my one and only PlayStation 2 game that I owned. <laughs> That's awesome. You just rented the rest of them from Blockbuster? Yeah. The what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't end up, uh, I'm always years behind in the consoles, so I didn't get a PS4 probably until like five years later. Or maybe mm. maybe four years later. Like right when there were like whispers of the PS3, that's yeah. when I got a PS, or yeah, PS2. So Yeah, I actually have never had a console beyond Super Nintendo. That's impressive. It's kind of sad though, really. <laughs> yeah. No, you're just, you're just way more productive than the rest <laughs> of us, as usual. I mean, I still have them. Like they're underneath my television at home right now, but... I haven't moved past them for some reason. Mario Kart is still crushing in my life. <laughs> As it should. Yeah. Like, have you got, I mean, I don't know if you guys have stuck with like any of those games like Mario Kart that have just like dynasties, but every time I'm like, a new Mario Kart, for example, comes out and I'm like, what can they really do to make it better? <laughs> I mean, like, come on. Yeah. It's always Bunch of better. Bells and yeah. I don't know how they do it. It's awesome. Yeah. It's Nintendo. Well, I think that's all the time we have for today. Yeah, I think we covered the year 2000 pretty. I think we covered it all right. It was a little uh, everywhere. As we did. But uh, that's our show. Well, it was cons- a whole year, a whole 365 it was, days. It was a whole year. It was, it was 366 because it was a leap year. Yeah. Another yeah. year 2000 fact. Yeah. Speaking of leaping, it was the year that the, uh, that was a good segue, by the way, <laughs> uh, for the Olympics <laughs> that happened in Sydney. In yes, 2000. the Olympics were in Australia. Yeah, that was a... Uh, I remember they were talking about, like, will the Olympics even happen this year because of the fact of all the Y2K <laughs> stuff. I remember that being, like, this huge, like, the Olympics are canceled. <laughs> will the Olympic Games be us just fighting over sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Hunger Games prequel. <laughs> My God. Okay, well, I uh, hope you enjoyed our trip down memory lane to the year 2000. And if you have any other memories... Big ones that we should have covered or ones that just stick out in your mind, feel free to write us. You can go to passforwardcast at AOL.com, email us at that address, and then also contact us at passforwardcast on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Are we on Snapchat? I, I think I ask this question every once in a while. And that's we don't not chat any it. snaps. We don't, we don't snap any chats. Yeah. Well... That's too uh, current of an app for us to use. So. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not throwback enough. But anyway, we'll in 10 years. join in on the conversation. We'd love to hear your thoughts, and we might even read it on air next time if you do. And uh, so until next time, thanks for joining us. Bye, Norm. Adios, amigos. Later, snorks. <laughs>